from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to The Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. We're back in the studio, face-to-face, live. Hello, everybody. Howdy. Hi. Hello. <laughs> like a lot of energy, a lot of energy in the room. Feel like I'm in a feel like I'm at a show. We're weighted down by all the lumpia that we just. had. Oh yeah, Justine brought in lumpia. For those of you who don't know, that's like a Filipino. Uh, basically, the easiest way to say it is like a like a like a fried egg roll. Eggs in a blanket. Yeah, just more meat in it. Oh. A meaty, but, um, a meaty egg roll. They usually call it Shanghai if it's all meat. So. What what what's it called right now? What what, what do we just have? It would like if you're gonna lumpia, order it, you would call it. Lumpia. No, no, but what, what was in the loops? What was in the loops yet? Meat. Meat. We'll see. Don't, what, don't, what kind? Don't ask. You don't want to okay. know. Just eat it. Okay. I, it's I, just a Jack in the Box taco. I'm Mexican. <laughs> I'm Mexican. We eat everything. So yeah. you, nothing will bother me. It's like a Jack in the Box. I don't know taco. what we. Lengua, ham. They hocks. asked us. I don't yeah. remember what yeah. we told them. It's pig mystery. knuckles. Yeah, we eat pig knuckles. Mystery meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad used to eat pig knuckles. My grandpa used to I don't just know if we said them. pork. It might be pork. Okay. Know. Whatever it is. I can't remember. It doesn't matter because A, it's deep fried, and B, it's delicious. My only requirement is that it comes from an animal. What if it's a cicada? You know, the people are eating cicada, the recipe. Are they? Yeah, people are it's eating pork. This. As long as it tastes good. Is it pork? It's pork. It's pork. It's pork. It's pork. He's it's eating pork. one right now. They're like little cigars. <laughs> Cigars. Little fatty cigars. cigars. <laughs> Little heart stopping cigars. Cigars. I was going to make espresso. <laughs> Where are you going? Guys, you had. Uh, what did you guys do this week? Uh, Justine, what should we be watching this week? Loki just came out today. I heard. I haven't had a chance to watch it. Did you watch it already? Of course I watched it. How was it? Was it was my special treat to myself. Well. It dropped at midnight. Were you watching it at midnight? Did you watch it at midnight? No, I was already asleep. Do you think they dropped it on six nine on purpose? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Up top, my my god of mischief. <laughs> that would make Did sense for Loki. No. No. What'd you think? I know you didn't watch What'd it. What'd you think? <laughs> What'd you think? I, I liked it. I know Renee watched it. Renee? What? Uh, in passing, I was Loki. Pretty good. Good first episode. Oh. Pretty good. First first good episode. But first good episode, yeah. All right, we'll 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 try it. We'll we'll check it out. Mm-hmm. It was a good. Um, I liked it better than the first episode of WandaVision. Uh, anything is better than the first episode. <laughs> now, what's of the vibe? It's what's... just such a good. Like I was telling Patrick that they just catch you up so quickly, and it's just better that way. Is this before? Let <laughs> me he... can move on now. Is this before he's dead or after he's dead? Yes, or during. Oh, okay, all of it. All right, it jumps around. It does a little house of pain. Yeah. What's the vibe? What's the vibe of the show? What's uh, like the oh, it's a nineteen seventies office. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. like you're at the DMV. Okay. Okay. All right. It's pretty uh, sexy. All right. Sexy. Yeah. He took, took his shirt off. Already. He was naked. Never yes. knew the DMV could be sexy. He took off his shirt. Didn't oh, you and ever there's see a Zootopia. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> So you like sloth. sloths. Okay. So Mario's I a like, furry. I like it slow. All right. Um, there was another guy in the show that's from Kong Skull Island. Oh. So he survived. Interesting. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sp- a little spoiler alert there. Um, if you guys recognize him, but he's in it. I don't recognize. Good for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Justina. Are you watching anything else? Are you wrap anything else to the circle? Everyone is talking about Sweet Tooth. I watched the Sweet first episode. Tooth. Everyone I know is talking about it. You I'm, haven't watched it yet. Um, I can't because Patrick got mad at me. I said watch it without me. Yeah, I keep, couldn't be in the room when I was about to hit What's play. it about? It's based off a comic book called Sweet Tooth. It's a really good comic. It's an indie one by, um, I think, either Dark Horse or yeah. um, I, Image. Image. Yeah. It's got to be Image. Image. Yeah, post-apocalyptic. Image. Um, like virus wipes out a lot of humanity and then these hybrid humans start showing up from different animals and humanity hunts them down. Wow. Yeah. So why didn't you want to watch it? I I just have not at a point I'm ready to watch yeah, it. Yeah, he said he wasn't in the mood. Oh. I can't just sit down and watch TV all day. I'm it kills in, it, me. I'm intrigued. That's crazy. I you, You're right, though. I do have to watch stuff when I'm in the mood. I can't yeah. I've I've watched less TV lately. That's hard for me. Yeah. It was really hard for me to get through Falcon and the Snowman just because... 
uh, it's a weekly commitment. I just want to watch it when I want to watch it. Ah. Yep. Yeah. 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 People have gotten spoiled that way because well, I was, there's no more network TV. <laughs> I was never, I would DVR stuff and not finish it. Yeah. It would have to be something like Letterman or something where it wasn't a continuing story. There were very few uh, episodic, like Exiles was one of the few that I followed till the end. Like I bailed on Lost. I bailed on. Oh, I Lost. Yeah, I bailed on it. So Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is, and that was one where some, some you couldn't really wait too long because everyone's talking about it. You yeah, had to yeah, watch yeah. it in real time. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Walking Dead, a few the first like two or three seasons of that mm. I was into, but after a while I just lose interest. Like there's stuff I never finished, like because I just well, I don't Walking know. Dead especially. I feel like yeah, first two three seasons are great, and then it just well, took a nosedive. Once you get me. to like season thirty that they're on or whatever, it's just too much. Yeah, you know the zombies aren't ever. Yeah. they're never going to die. So. Yeah. What's the point? It's not a serious show. It's just like a background show. Patrick, what did you? Uh, you took some comics home last week. Did you? Did you get to uh, read them? I'm like two thirds of the way through the uh, Invincible Omnibus, mm-hmm. the first one. It's actually really, really good. It's Spider-Man meets Superman. Uh, is the kind of the best way I can describe it so far. I was collecting it uh, issue by issue. For the first, I think, couple okay, of Okay, Captain Kirk. Issue. 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 Issue by issue. What did I say? Issue. Issue. Oh, no, right? that was more uh, Sean Connery. I'm sorry. Issue. What do I say? Issue? No, it was issue. Issue? You said it You said it very Connery-esque. Issue. It's an issue. It's why did, issue. Why was the comic book sad? Because he had so many issues. <clears throat> yeah. My daughter wrote that joke like in third grade. Yeah. Solid piece of business. That's, right that's pretty good. Nice. Uh, so it's good, though? Yeah, it's... Um, Who's it's, writing it? I do not remember off the top of my head. How's the art? Uh, the art is actually really nice. Um, it's uh, the style is really interesting. The story is not what I expected. Um, the superhero stuff kind of is in the background. It's mm-hmm. not really the main focus of the story, which I kind of think is really interesting. It's more about the fact that he's a teenager trying to figure out his powers and what he's doing with them and how they kind of clash with the real world. That that was kind of the the best part about the the David Aja and uh, Matt Fraction doing um, Hawkeye. It was all the stuff when he wasn't the super. Yeah, there was he when he wasn't with the Avengers. It was the so it's an focus. interesting take because like you know he's super strong. You know he's like a freaking. He's basically Superman, um, and so it's kind of interesting to see everything outside of that because you know for the most part he's gonna win every fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it's it's interesting it's it's a lot of fun and I like it. Um, you were two thirds of the way through because that thing's hefty. Yeah. yeah, I was going to pick up the second one that's today. Like a, actually, that's like a Mr. C. Yeah, I have some other ones heft. that I picked up. Uh, otherwise, in comic book news, um, they officially announced. I don't know if we talked about this last week. Oscar Isaac is the Moon Knight, mm. which is really exciting. And then there's recent news that uh, they're casting Namnor in the next. Um, uh, oh, Black the, Panther movie, the Submariner. Yeah, the Submariner, which mm. I'm really excited to see because I like he's one of my favorite heroes. Really, like, Prince Namor? Yeah, yeah, he's just kind of odd and out there that like wow. he's a better Aquaman. He actually does stuff. <laughs> a better Aquaman. <laughs> but will he say "Mummy"? Will he say that? So. Yeah, who's playing him? Uh, it's rumored. Uh, I don't think I can say his first name. Tena Huerta. Who? Uh, what did you call me? <laughs> I can't see that phone. Here, hold the hand of my phone. Justine, what you, what's your rating uh, right off the bat? The way he said it. Tanakh, I would say. Oh, yeah. Tanakh. 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 You think? Yeah. But, um, I'm excited to he see. He's a, he's a good... Uh, he's a he's an interesting hero, and it kind of opens things up for like the mutation side of Marvel. Does Moon Knight have gray hair? He will, yes, and he's okay, a batshit crazy person. I'm actually really excited for that casting. I think that's a really good choice. That was a cool comic. Yeah, I think he'll be a good... Um, he looks good with gray hair, but they keep having him color it black. Is it going to be a movie or a TV show? Movie. Oh, good. Hmm. And the uh, the uh, Prince Namor, is it? He will be in the next um, uh, uh, Black Panther movie. Because now they got to do Black Panther movies without Black Panther. Yeah. They said they're not going to recast it. Yeah. They're just going to move on. With Which, the... I mean, that's respectful. <laughs> Absolutely. He did such a wonderful job. Yeah, you can't just recast it. Yeah. got to deal with his... I'm wondering how they're going to deal with his death, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Hopefully they'll handle it better than uh, than the way they, they worked around Carrie Fisher. 
Well, there's a lot of great characters in his universe, so yeah. you can yeah. follow any of those. The sister or any of them would be yeah. a great. Uh, I still want them to bring back Warmonger. I think you know him coming back from the dead is picking up that mantle would be really interesting. Yeah, that w- he was. Uh, yeah, too bad. It'd be a really complex way to do it, but it'd be really interesting. Uh, I'm I'm excited to I see. I mean, it. the Marvel universe is convoluted and complicated. I mean, people are always that, coming back. Probably. Yeah, exactly. People are always coming back. So yeah, it's like Star Trek. It's like you die, <laughs> but then oh, we grew you from a couple, you know, cells or whatever. We grew you from like yeah, we grew you yeah, from a they, pod. Yeah, yeah. yeah, from a torpedo tube, Mark yeah. Seven torpedo that's tube. That's right. Mm-hmm. Guys, remember, write <laughs> that torpedo. down because that's how I'm going out. Flood the torpedo base. Mark <laughs> Doing bagpipes. Uh, Jake, what do you got? What's going on in the in the in the gaming world. In the gaming world. Well, I think either yesterday or the day before, um, EA mm-hmm. released like a like a it's like a leaked image of the new Battlefield game supposed to be coming out. The trailer came out. I today. didn't see. I haven't had a chance to see the trailer, but um, it's beautiful. they've announced it Battlefield twenty forty two. October, so it's future? October something. I don't yeah, know. the gameplay trailer releases no on Saturday. Is mm-hmm. it going to be lasers? You'll have to watch the trailer. Know, it's interesting. I was, I was intrigued. I'm excited. It looks interesting. They, I, they I, I, will image. T- I will say one thing. Cyclone. I watched it on the car right over here. I just want to fly helicopters or fly ships. And I'm, I've been. we've been playing Warzone, and it's the sweatiest game in the world, and I'm sick of it. And it's, it doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It's like most Call of Duty games. It feels good when you're winning, but it feels... Terrible when you're losing. I haven't. I looked. The last first place win that we've that I've been on a, a winning team was May 26. Like uh-huh. was the last time I. Yeah. That's a long time to play and just get your ass handed to you. That's why I like Battlefield better because you can squad up and it's a lot of fun and you can even solo and it's not that bad. I yeah. feel like Battlefield is tempered more for people to have a role in each of their. Yeah. Like if you're good at engineering or you're good at being the medic, like yeah. it's suited for that. And it feels more like a movie because you're. Just, there's vehicles, you're flying around, yeah. there's all kinds of battles. You can affect the environment more. And there's battles happening all over the place. It's just uh, You're not just sprinting at 99 miles an hour and hoping that nobody pops around a corner and sprays you in two Or seconds. you get sniped from across the map when you never even saw the that guy. That still happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. all the time. <laughs> You'll see a tiny little glint of their of their, of their their scope and, and you're already you dead. And you fall down. Yep. Somebody online did a TikTok video of clips from Saving Private Ryan and then he put in... Uh, quotes from people he killed during matches <laughs> and the one is when the sniper sees the guy and shoots his eye out and you hear the guy go I fucking saw him <laughs> that's good it's so good oh so good that's uh, yeah dude I also saw I've heard that they're gonna drop that uh, um, they're also gonna do a um, BR mode battle royale mode yeah so. which I mean I think will be interesting I don't I don't think every game needs it but no, I, I like no. that it's not the main focus right I think it'll be just like a sub thing that they I'll don't. tell you where I think Call of Duty is better than uh, Battlefield Battlefield is great for like the big maps and all that but the the death match and the if you're gonna go multiplayer like the small like sabotage and all those little maps oh no it's just frustrating you Call, hold a point you can't get past it Call of Duty is good on those yeah. on the, uh, is much better with that well it's because it's balanced it's balanced around that type of play small style. squad those small squad mm-hmm. you know 10 minute 15 minute matches mm-hmm. where Battlefield is balanced around a large scale war war I've always been a huge Battlefield fans, yeah, I can't wait me for too. That. So check that out. Yeah. I've uh, been playing a fun game what's recently. That? It's a nice like just sit around and chill game while you're talking to people. It's called Man Eater. What do you do? You're a shark. Oh yeah, we're gonna play that. You're, I'm gonna, you're, a, man you're, a, you're a man eating shark. <laughs> so you start as a baby shark, and then the more you eat, the bigger you get, and you keep eating people. <laughs> it's a lot of. Fun. It's like that rolling game on PlayStation. Kind of, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but like you, you like mutate and you get different evolutions and stuff like that. So I have an electric shark right now. Yeah, uh, an electric shark. Yeah, like a bio, uh, bioelectric one. Wow, it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's just shark. you're just like chomping on people all day long. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna check it out. I'm I'm where where do you play shark. it? Is it on? Uh, um, it might be on PlayStation, but I know for sure it's on Steam. It's, I think, yeah, I think it's on PlayStation. Is it PlayStation avail- available on your phone? Uh, no. no, I don't think so. Okay. It's it's a really pretty mm-hmm. game. It'd be too big to play on your phone. Yeah, John, what do you got? What have you been playing, John? John, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing? What have you been playing? Little Pong. Yeah, <laughs> well, I remember Pong. Yeah, of course Pong. you do. Pong, my, Little Frogger. My dad brought Pong home from Sears 
So, yeah, of course. And it's three dots. Yeah. It's you know, two paddles and a dot. And you sit there for hours. Whoa. And yeah. You're just like, wow. <laughs> pretty, I'm moving the TV, you man. Better, you better turn your TV to channel three. It's you, in black and yeah, white. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And it's in black and white. Yeah. Don't forget. So Space Invaders look pretty amazing next to Pong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a bunch <laughs> of boxes. Asteroids, yeah. There are a bunch of boxes. And then were, they, yeah, when they were, and then you got in television and they just they just reassembled, they, they scrambled what the other ones look like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Good tele- in television. And don't even get me started on adventure. Oh, man. Those little squares Reve- running around on Atari. A revelation Fuck. in gaming history. <laughs> it's all about Galaga. Galaga, Galaga yeah. yeah. That was my game. Galaga was always my favorite. That's my favorite arcade. My we, we drove by a Chuck E. Cheese, and my daughter's like, "Oh, I remember Chuck E. Cheese." And I was like, "You remember nothing." When I was a kid, Chuck E. Cheese was wall to wall video games. There were no rides. Right. It was uh, just all video games. It was. It used to be you'd go to like the, yeah any pizza place or the bowling alley. They got oh, rid yeah. of every pinball machine and just put in video games. Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> that went up the street. That's now a uh, Aldi's. That was bowling, and then the entire back room was video games. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Thing about pinball. Loved playing it, could never understand it. Pinball wizard? Could it, never understand it. There's pinball. no winning in pinball. He's a pinball it's like each wizard. pinball table, it's like they have like certain things that you want to do to score oh, points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't understand. No, it's just, I'm like staring at it. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be Hit doing. the ball and shit. Keep the ball and play no, as I long know what as you're you talking can. about. It's so low tech, it's almost. It's almost like a Zen thing. You're like, what the hell? It's like every table's different. <laughs> it's got like three moving parts, but you're right. It's every like, table's different. You yeah. hit it into this thing. It starts like a little event on the screen, and I'm yeah. like, I don't know what's happening right yeah, now. Yeah. I you, used to love. I love pinball. You don't man. look at the screen. Never look at the screen. The screen's there to distract you. You focus on the ball. The Starcade at Disneyland had a ton of pinball machines. Now, oh. did they finally take the Starcade out? I don't know. Because the building's still there. Uh, next to Space Mountain? They had it there for a little it's bit. It's still there. They had like it a little still be there. section. Yeah, it's still there. It's in the back of the... Right next to Space Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, well, they turned that area into like a meet... A meet and greet area, but yeah. um, because I think right behind that, it was still there. Yeah, because it was all Star Wars merchandise up until you got to like halfway, and I think there were some arcade games back there, but... But But I think like COVID, they don't want you touching it. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Don't touch me. No, no. Don't touch my joystick. Whoa! Your joystick. Don't push the red button. (laughs) (laughs) You can not not the stick, but just just the knob. You can touch the knob. The air hockey thing was great. (laughs) I love it. Oh yeah, air hockey is a lot of fun. That's a COVID cesspool. Yeah, yeah. Right there, because you're touching those. It's got air blowing it around. Yeah, that's right. It's blowing the one sneeze, and that whole table is just a death. Yeah, that whole table just spreads COVID. It becomes a super spreader. Mm -hmm. They should instead of calling it air hockey, call it super spreader Mm -hmm. event. Uh, John, I have a question. Do you have anything? uh, Did you did you find anything out? Is anything coming up? Oh, uh, they re. They re-released uh, the first John Lennon solo album. Really? Uh, it was just called John Lennon Plastic Ono Band. It came out, it, um, came out like uh, fifty years ago. How does that make you feel, Mario? I well, tell me uh, what, what tracks are available on that one, John. Uh, yeah, there's no hits on that. That's the one he did. He had gone through what they called uh, primal scream therapy. He'd gone through that, trying to deal with like losing his, his-, his Yoko face. Well, his Yoko phase is his entire post-Beatle life. (laughs) No, they both went to this. um, There was a guy in California, probably like up around Big Sur, named Arthur Janov, and he had a a therapy called Primal Scream, where you would deal with things that screwed you up from the earliest days. Like uh, like John Lennon lost his mom Mm -hmm. when he was just a teenager, and uh, other things that kind of fucked him up. So he went to this therapy, and it seemed to work for him, but it involved, like, you know, literally, you know, um, screaming, screaming. At, at one point, it just becomes this very visceral thing. But you get it all, kind of. You kind of get to what screwed you up, and you deal with it head on, and then you kind of get it all out of your system. So he was fresh from that when he did this solo album. There's no real hits on this album except uh, the song everyone remembers is um, "Mother," the first track. Oh, okay. It opens with like funeral bells peeling off, and um, the other song on there was uh, "Working Class Hero." You ever heard that? Okay, yeah, yeah. And then there's another song called God where he uh, lists all the things he doesn't believe in anymore. And that felt like sort of a therapy session. You know, it's him with Billy Preston on piano, and he starts off, I don't believe in, uh, you know, Jesus. I don't believe in, you know, the devil. I don't believe in Elvis. 
I don't believe in Kennedy. I don't believe in Kings. I don't believe in uh, I Ching. I don't believe in religion. And then he ends with, I don't believe in Beatles. <laughs> and then he says, I just believe in me, you know. That, hey. So the whole album kind of sounds like a therapy session, but incredibly melodic and has probably his best singing ever is on this album. It, he quoted Ferris Bueller there. There you go, yeah, or vice versa. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very stark album. It's only him with, uh, it's him on guitar, Ringo on drums on every track. So, you know, he never had a problem with Ringo. And um, his buddy Klaus Vorman on bass, and that's pretty much it. It's Phil Spector producing, and instead of a wall of sound, it's a very quiet album. It's almost like they're in your living room, you know? It's like you're there in their laps. So it just goes, he says, it just goes to show you, Spectre could do other things than just have 300 glockenspiels going on at the same time, you know, or five drummers and five pianos. He could take it all the way down to where you're just getting the voice and the guitar. Uh, So it's a beautiful album. There's some beautiful love songs on there, and there's also some real rockers. So for some people, it's the best thing he ever did. It's the album he did before Imagine. Imagine was a little more polished, a little more commercial, so that was more of a hit. This one's the first thing he did when the Beatles broke up. So if you're a Beatles fan, you definitely want to check this out. Absolutely, if you're a John Lennon fan. Most people say this is the best album he ever did, which is too bad because it was his first album. For a lot of people, he never followed up with another masterpiece. They said, this was great. Then he does five albums that are just sort of so-so, you know. Did you, uh, is there any bonus material on it? There is. Again, it's like that Who box. You can get like a five CD, two vinyl, two single monster box, which is like every take. I don't have a lot of patience for that. After I've heard like, I don't need to hear like 30 takes of one song. Yeah. But I can understand somebody who would want to, you know what I mean? Like if we could hear every take from Arthur, that might be kind of fun. Sure. And for Bob Dylan, they did that a couple years ago. It was like every single take from, I think, Blonde on Blonde or... Highway 61. And I guess if you're just a fanatic, you would want to hear every single take. Sure. But for me, it's enough to hear maybe two. And it's just hear like maybe a couple tracks where you see what it was sounded like when he first tried it. The first okay. like take one or take two. So the second disc, I picked up the one, not the five disc box, but I picked up the one with the two, two discs. And that was kind of interesting to just hear other takes. It's kind of an acoustic album anyway. So to hear those early takes... Okay. It's kind of interesting. It also includes his three singles, uh, Give Peace a Chance, Cold Turkey, and Instant Karma. Those are included, and uh, you hear the the rough mixes for those. The best thing about this album is sometimes when they remaster stuff or remix it, you can't really tell the difference. Or you go, what was the point? This one is so clean and so well-balanced that you go, wow, this was worth it. Whatever they did, I guess they went back to the original tapes and remastered it, and it just sounds wonderful you can't always tell the difference when they do that you know when zeppelin put out those things you eh, it sounds like it did the last hundred sure. times i heard it this sounds very very clean very intimate which is saying a lot for an album that already sounded like he's sitting right in front of you all right yeah beatles fans get out there support your guy get a get the box set it's john it's just called it's called john lennon slash plastic ono band and you can get it as a as a two disc or like a five-disc jumbo box. All right. Yeah. Okay, uh, before we get into our game here, we're going to do another round of... Uh, game. We're going to do a round of... Uh, what, what's this called? You should uh, know this. Mr. Uh-huh. Penicillin? You should know this, yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I listened to last week's show. I should have known that. I laughed so hard. But we're going to... We're, we're Everybody gonna... I talked to about the show last week was like, oh, Mr. Penicillin? Like, fuck you guys. <laughs> and, uh, I love it. Petrosol, fuck you guys. <laughs> we're going to... It's called... The name of the game is really Last Man Standing. It's called I Should Have Known That. But before we get into that, I went I went down a rabbit hole. Apparently, at the start of the year, uh, I think, I, as far as I can tell, there's a guy online called Mr. Video. Check him out. He's hilarious. He does reaction videos. John, you're asking yourself, what's a reaction video? <laughs> These kids know what a reaction video is. It's basically you record yourself reacting to something you've never seen before or heard before. So you you record yourself. Uh, you record your first impressions. You record your first impressions of. Uh, I of see a lot of that where it's like this person just heard Stairway to Heaven for the yeah, first time, exactly. and you go, "Wow, that's a thing." Yeah. So <laughs> and you go, they're always kids. So apparently, uh, the Beastie Boys, or one of my favorite bands, had a little uh, a kind of a renaissance early on in the year. It lasted about three or four months. There are dozens of channels where people started doing these Beastie Boys reaction videos. And to me, the thing is, they're 90% positive. And in most cases, most of these guys are super enthusiastic about it. And it's either A, they were too young for the Beastie Boys, or they know about... One of the guys actually says he was really into hip-hop. He's actually a hip-hop artist. He said, you know, the problem with hip-hop is we're always after the next new thing. And we know Mm -hmm. about guys like Run DMC, and we know about LL Cool J... 
but we don't always really dig into it. So for a lot of these guys, it was like the first time hearing it, and they are absolutely blown away on like ninety percent of the tracks. So that's you gotta love that. It's it's fantastic. You're such a fan. You must love that. It's 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 so fun to watch. That's like taking somebody to a movie they haven't seen before, and you're just looking at them. Yeah, that's really what it is. But if you get a get a chance, check out Mr. Video. He's really funny. He he just gets high. Uh, right on camera and he watches uh, he does a lot of different stuff he does movies and stuff but uh, my favorite thing is he builds his whole mythology after, over the course of watching all the Beastie Boys that they actually do know Kung Fu and that they will like kick your ass like he has this whole mythology in his head about who they are and what but uh, yeah check that out just look up some uh, some YouTube reaction videos of mm. people reacting to the Beastie Boys yeah it's great and you know MCA has been gone 10 years uh, Rock and Peace MCA that's been about 10 years now and uh, so it's great to see them getting their due uh, for me it was fun it was a lot of fun I went down the rabbit hole alright here we go uh, Justine we started with you last and then we started with Patrick to try to hedge it so that Patrick so we're going to start with Jake <laughs> science, okay. we're science. Start with Jake. I want a science question Jake today here we go Jake <laughs> yes in what city is LaGuardia Airport located in what city is LaGuardia La- LaGuardia no idea do you want to guess? No, I don't. Just guess. You don't want to guess? I mean, what's what are the chances you could get a right answer? Saskatoon. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Great guess. <laughs> what Solid is choice. where's Saskatoon? John, what is the uh, world's what largest the retailer? It was a New York. Thank you. Ma- ma- named after Mayor Fior- Fiorello LaGuardia. I uh, could never get that first name. I was Fiorello. Like, okay, I could never pronounce that. Uh, John, what is what what is the world's largest retailer? What is the world's largest retailer? Amazon. No, it's not Amazon. How old is this game? It, this is very new. It was Walmart. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say oh. Wally World. Oh, okay, yeah, hundred percent. Justine, what city is the gangster Bugsy Siegel strongly associated with? What city is the gangster Bugsy Siegel strongly associated with? City. Yes. Seagulls. <laughs> that is not a city. Seagull City. That's what you would name Se- something in Minecraft. Um, let me see. Seagull City. His last name is Seagulls. What's his first name? Bugsy Seagull. Bugsy. Why do I know that? Yeah, see? Because there's a movie. You ever see the movie with Warren Beatty? What city is gangster Bugsy Bugsy Seagull strongly associated with? Gangster. Um, Let's go Bronx. No. Patrick, you do have to answer a question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you are technically the last man saying, but if you get it wrong, we'll if he start gets it all wrong, then we just keep yeah, going. yeah, no, we that's fine. It's, Wait, a, it's Las Vegas. He he yeah. he founded. He basically founded <laughs> Las Vegas. Damn. You know what's great about saying the Bronx is when they asked Mel Blank how he came up with Bugs Bunny's voice. He said, "I'm thinking Brooklyn and the Bronx." Yeah, <laughs> I went by his name. He, I think he was from New York. That was a good guess. Uh, basically, yeah. the guy is um, what's his name? Is supposed to be Bugsy Siegel in uh, Mo Green. In uh, uh, yeah, Mo Green yeah. and the Godfather mm. is supposed to be Bugsy Siegel. Russia is the largest country in the world in terms of area, Patrick. What country is the second largest? What country Ooh. is the second largest in area? The U.S.? Can I answer? China. Canada. Oh. So we do uh, go. Oh, so China's, China's population. Really Canada's pretty big, but it's we just big. ignore them because yeah, we don't there. we don't talk about so China. polite. Yeah, because they're Canada. They're and so plus, polite. maps are fucking wrong. Like if yeah. you look at maps, that's not the size of the U.S. It's so, a lot smaller. Okay, here we go, John. You're gonna start first. How many miles does a, is a marathon? How many miles is a marathon? Thirty-six. No. Twenty-six point two. Twenty-six point two. I was gonna say twenty. Justine, how many points does a star of David have? How many points does a star of David have? Got it. Five? Six. 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 It's two triangles. The answer was 26. Can I have their questions? I'm getting them right. Here we go. Uh, Patrick, what was the name of the space shuttle that exploded shortly after takeoff? Oh, uh, fuck. I I know this. On January 28, 1986. Fuck, I know this one. uh, We were just talking about it the other day. Um, So surely you must remember. I, I I should. Oh yeah, I, I was just can't. watching something. Jake's loving this. I literally just was talking Jake's. about like I I kid you not. Last week we were it was a movie that came on about it. Um, fuck, I can't remember. I'm gonna say the Independence, but I know it's not that. Negative, negative. Okay, so Jake, what was it? It's the Challenger. God Challenger. damn it! So Jake, if you get this right, uh-huh. you win. Okay, <laughs> you win all what games. What is two plus two? <laughs> UNICEF works to ensure the rights of what population? UNICEF oh, works God. to ensure the rights of what population? UNICEF? Mm-hmm. 
You know, I should. What does UNICEF do? I should know. Look, they really go after each other. They're like piranha. <laughs> it's like, he's wounded. Get him. <laughs> Re- repeat the question. What? UNICEF works to ensure the rights of what population? What population? Mm-hmm. The human population. Uh, you're technically... <laughs> you're, I, I mean, no. technically, no. Exactly right? No. What, what kind of humans? It's, no, it doesn't count. It's children. Yeah. Yeah. children. yeah. I don't remember. Uh, so here we go. Round three. No one's, gotten, <laughs> no one's gotten a correct answer yet. You still want to keep playing? Again, okay. Again, the name of the game, I should have known that. Yeah. I should have known that. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Justine. We're going to start with Justine. Nor was I You're ever. skipping... Um, oh no, John. John. Yeah, let John. It's okay. I'm gonna get it wrong anyway. Wait, did John already go this round? Oh, John, you could be. You could actually win right now. Oh, okay, by default. John. Yeah. What publishing company? No, he had Marathon. Oh, you had Marathon. You were wrong. So this is. Oh, so we're starting with Justine. Fresh. Okay. We're starting with Justine. Thank you. I knew we were. Okay. What would you ask? Uh, Justine, what publishing company created superheroes like Iron Man and Captain oh my America? God. <laughs> bullshit. Uh, DC, DC, uh. MGM. That's I some win. bullshit. I win. Bye, guys. Patrick, I'm fucking throw. According, according to legend, what happened to everything King Midas touched? Turned to gold. Wow. Jake, yeah. what chess piece can be moved in an L shape? In an L shape, that's a knight. That's right. John, can I ask you a question? Is a penguin a bird? Are you kidding me? Is a penguin a bird? It's a trick question. Is a penguin a bird? Yes. Yes, it is. No, the penguin is a Batman villain published by DC. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. Published by Marvel. Uh, wrong. It's technically a flightless bird. Uh, what is uh, Burgess Meredith? Well, can, can you say that second word again, please? Flightless. No, the second bird. word. Thank you. Okay, cool. We're good. Uh, Justine, in which book by Alexander Dumbass do oh, we encounter the, char- the character D'Artagnan? It's pronounced Dumas. <laughs> Remember that commercial? I love say, that say, commercial. Say the character's name again. In which book by Alexa- Alexander Dumas do we encounter the character of D'Artagnan? Really? D'Artagnan. Really? You missed the you missed the you missed the targeted audience of that question. Really? <laughs> by one person. Dar- D'Artagnan. 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 Yes. What mineral? What is he was made the question? Of? The book. The name of in the book. Wh- in which Extre- book by Alexander Dumas? Extremely famous. Do we ex- encounter the character D'Artagnan? <laughs> Dark. I'm gonna be nice. He's part of a group. <laughs> like that should the be the Beastie Boys. <laughs> you know. What is the Beastie Boys? The, the D in Mike D is Dark. for D'Artagnan. I think Dark. He's, part of, so he's, like, he's part of a group. I'm pretty sure that's a Pokemon. My name's Mike D'Artagnan, and I get respect. Your, your this... money and your Julie is what I respect. They carried swords. I expect. Thank you, John. I'm sorry. I just had to say it. Uh, the Round Table. No, oh, wow. the Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Damn it. We, we tried. <laughs> Patrick, what is the last name of the family in the TV series The Family Guy? Uh, uh, Griffin. How many ribs do humans have, Jake? How many ribs? Count How many ribs? I know. I'm like one, two. Three. You uh, got a lot double, more. Than double, that. That. double that. Double that. <laughs> yeah, you oh, got a lot more. Than You're counting one side. Double that. One, two, <laughs> double up. Three. Three. I can't <laughs> feel them. I don't. And remember. don't forget, men have one less than women. Is no. that right? Yes, that's right. The Bible says it. Yeah, the Bible, the Bible tells me. <laughs> uh, I don't remember, so 26. Oh! You were so close. Was 24. Oh, my God. 24. It's between John. I knew it was in the 20s. I'm like, so John it's, and Patrick. It's between John and Patrick. John, uh, what is the time difference between London and New York? What is the time oh, difference between oh. London and New York? I have no idea. What is the time difference between? I'll say... Mm, what is this? Ten hours. Five, five hours. Five hours. That's right. That's close. Patrick, you're this week's winner. I have a friend who lives in London. Ding, so ding, 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 Like it's Patrick eight hours. Doesn't here. have to answer a question. I did answer yeah, a question. He did. He did. Griffin. He did. Peter. You named Peter Griffin. Three musketeers. Last man standing. What else do you want? Twenty six point two miles. Twenty four you know, ribs. I didn't that answer all of my yours. questions. <laughs> I, I all still right, love the that. Three Musketeers. I love that commercial. Yeah, <laughs> it's Mr. good to be thick-headed. He's all, <laughs> Mr. Dumbass. Well, Mr. Dumbass, it's pronounced Dumas. It's pronounced Dumas. It's you good wrote, to be thick-headed. Wrote one That's of a root beer commercial. Books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, uh, it's time for the Digital Movie Club. We're, we're on a tight schedule today, so this this episode is going to be a little episode is going to be a little shorter than normal. I apologize, but uh, we're going to give you the same bang for your buck because we're just going to do it. We're just going to do it faster. We have, ten, bang, bang. we have ten minutes, right? No, no, we got we have. 
Jurassic Park. I'm like, Dr. Grant. <laughs> I didn't know he was a Russian. <laughs> just, they all do a really good job with Yeah, the they're wonderful. They do they a wonderful do. job. Except, you know, Connery kind of like just he's muddles like, through it. Yeah, he throws it in. He's like, oh, that's why they switched to English. They're like, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it yeah, still we, works. We, if you're Russian, you're going, he's Scottish. What's going on? <laughs> if you're watching this in Russia, you're like, I don't know how they... Uh, the one, the one, the look. The one thing that always makes you look, that always creeps me out of this movie is how greasy Sean Connery's lips look when he's eating dinner. Oh, ah, yeah. He looks, he looks very... What? His, his li- yeah, lips, yeah, he's like, yeah, and his lips are like really glistening. I always, yeah. I always catch it. So I don't know why. spot that at all. So why kissable. are you always staring at his lips? Well, wouldn't you? Yeah. You nope. Want, I would oh, not. Yeah. You're asking Justine. <laughs> because they, she's looking at Sean <laughs> Connery's my lips. lips. Because the way he pronounces his S, they technically <laughs> never touch each other. Yeah. Mm. If you think about it. His lips. Never once. Great touch. beard. Yeah. And a great haircut. Great toupee. <laughs> Man. His toupee so is the on. toupee costs $20,000. God damn. I mean, he can afford it. We're going to save Justine for last because... He didn't yeah. afford it. We're going to save Justine for last on this because uh, she's looking up the trivia, which I'm, is a good sign. Yeah, but I'm still worried. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't know anything about the story, Jake? I didn't know anything. Um, you pick up on it pretty quick, though. Yeah. Um, but... It was very stressful, especially on all the scenes where you're inside the submarine. Mm-hmm. Very claustrophobic. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how submarines are. It's just a, just a, like a floating death machine in the middle of the water. <laughs> you're in a metal tube with in no the wind, of the water. With no yeah. windows yeah. and nothing but, a, nothing but a ping telling you where you are and where you're going. How many pings? One. 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 Only one. If you one. please. Ping just only. one. Please. Please, just one. <laughs> uh, did you uh, did you enjoy Alec Baldwin? How, were, how familiar were you with Alec Baldwin? In, in this? Um, I didn't know he had a life before Baby, <laughs> so that was good. So that's good to see. Yeah. I, I just I only know him as Boss Baby or Big from Sex in the City. So. Very different. No, he's not big. He's not. Oh no, he's not. It's um, uh, it's Fifty Rock or Thirty Rock. It's. Yeah, I, always 30 get, rock. I always get them confused. You ever watch Thirty Rock? No. Didn't you watch Beetlejuice? He's in that. He's Beetle who go oh, Beetle yeah. who go Beetle. He, yeah, he's. And of course, there's a whole generation that just knows I'm doing Trump, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, great Trump. Well, we're gonna see him again in Glengarry Glen. He did a good Sean Connery impression too when he was growing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I thought that was that whole scene was very stressful too. He is very good, and uh, what's great is there's so many good character actors playing all of the people he meets along the way, like the aircraft carrier guy. Fred Thompson is in there. <laughs> yeah, Fred Thompson's great. He's, you can see why they cast him in yeah. these things, you know. This is going to get out of hand. It will get out of hand, and people will die. You want to know who else turned down the role? Sure. Who? Kevin Costner. Wow. Oh, well, that Son was a, of a bitch. No, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I would have loved hey, it. It's okay. It's okay. Call he him always, Dennis Quaid in that submarine. He, would have been perfect. He always turns he left. He took um, Dancing with the Wolves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dances with wolves. He always turns left in the bottom half of the hour. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. I know this man. I, I know this man. He always goes left. Uh, I know. I can't. Sorry, it was a 50 50 guess. I had to get you to trust me. I will call him. Yeah, it's almost. I will yeah. call. If he comes back tomorrow, I will call him Buckaroo. Uh, <laughs> this, this may have been a role that wouldn't have worked with him in it. Mm-hmm. It definitely wouldn't uh, have worked. What makes you say that? I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. I would have loved it. Uh, John, did you like this when, it, when you saw this in theaters? Yeah, yeah. I saw it in theaters. This thing uh, was huge. Yeah. The book was huge. Never read the book. There was a time yeah. when Tom Clancy was everybody. The, everybody was reading in that household name in that super people's, conservative Reagan era. People still love him. Like uh, he's still is, super he, is he still around? Is he still is he still writing? I don't. Know. I don't. I think he is. He's writing like those squad, but the ones that the he's still alive. Yeah, I think he okay. is or was up like a few years ago. There's, I mean, there's video games based yeah. off of his. I work. mean, there's whole yeah, there's whole video game like franchises. the division and all those Tom, Rainbow, Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six uh, hmm. Splinter Cell. The problem with I read Hunt for an October and I liked it. The problem with all of his books is he cannot write when if people aren't. Speaking military jargon, it's very, very clunky. And yeah, very, his very, non, non, yeah, like civilians. Any, any kind of interpersonal, <laughs> interpersonal relationships are all really, are really terrible. That's very telling. There's also yeah. really, there's only so much you can do to innovate a story revolving around the military. Well, here, what I thought they did interesting here was they did a good job humanizing all the military. Yes. Right? So, you know, you had Jonesy on the boat. You yeah, know, who's Jonesy. playing Jonesy? Uh, Courtney B. Vance. Because he, that's a character that you really, some of these characters you do identify with. 
and you think this guy's got something. They all think he's a nut. Yeah. But he's the one that figures it out. And I love Scott Glenn's all, you know, where are you going? No, no, you're going to stay with this. Yeah, yeah. He's all, I believe, you know, you got it. You yeah, know? Yeah. So you're going to stay exactly with it. Yeah. yeah. Scott Glenn is great. Oh, uh, what God, a great, what so a great good. Yeah. For this kind of character, he's what you want. You think about like Silence of the Lambs. He's perfect in those in those roles, you know. Where you got to be a little have some personality, but basically play it pretty straight. Exactly. Have, but just not pure, like, deadpan made of wood. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are flashes, mm-hmm. you know? Where, like, I love that. How did you know? You know? Yeah, 50-50 yeah. chance. So, okay, well, now I'm. <laughs> He's great. Everybody in this is great. Yeah. Uh, James Earl Jones. <laughs> I, love all the, I love all the political stuff, you yep. know, where they're wrangling with the Russian ambassador yeah. and they're doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And It's a really a triumph. A lot of this, I mean, it's incredible acting. And that isn't easy, you know, when it's, when most of the movie is on on a submarine, that's got to be tough. But it's the editing. You really, the rhythm of this thing, because they're cutting between two different submarines and what's going on on surface. It's just uh, remarkable. Yeah. And I I think, who's the, uh, the cinematographer on this is... Uh, Jean Leblanc. Leblanc. Is it John Leblanc? Yeah, because he went on to have a directing career. Sure. He's the guy doing the cinematography on this. Uh, well, John McTiernan, this is his follow-up to Die Hard. Yeah. yeah. So It yeah. looked like he was going to have a much longer career. Yeah. You know, it really looked like it. Yeah. It didn't quite happen, I don't think. He, he got did. into some trouble, I think, with the IRS. Something. Something like but, that. But uh, th- this is really a good one. I always thought this would be a good double feature with uh, Crimson Tide. Yes. You know, because yeah. they're both solid mm-hmm. uh, submarine thrillers. Yeah. You know, but yeah, this is as good as anything that came out that year, for sure. 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 And Sean Connery, you'd have to say this is on the short list, not counting James Bond. This is on the short list of his greatest roles. Yeah. You'd have to say. Iconic. I'd put this in, uh, you know, like uh, the you know, Untouchables. In there, yeah. You know, uh, it, it, For the longest time, that used to be the, the catchphrase was "We sail into history." Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's but right. now, when he does the the speech with the, we'll listen to the rock and roll. I only hear your voice. Listen <laughs> to that rock. I'm watching this thing. I'm going. I will never hear this without Mario's yeah. voice superimposed on. We will shit on their coast. We will listen to their rock and roll. Just I mean, this in the rock would be a great triple feature. Yes, basically. Oh, so good. <laughs> Justine, let's talk about it. Hunt for Red October. What did you think, man? Oh, I'm going last. Um, it was okay. Uh oh. What do you mean it was okay? There's trouble. There's trouble right here in River City. <laughs> <laughs> He's strapping on his side irons. What what, what keeps it? What, what was what, what winter, was just okay about it? I don't know. You just like already knew. You already you knew. already knew like oh he's making the wrong decision like everyone's saying he's doing something wrong but then he's you're, it's gonna be fine. It's you're not about watching, the reveal. Like, it's gonna be fine. It's about the journey. You weren't worried. No, you weren't I wasn't worried. worried that they're gonna start World War Three. Wow. I didn't care about a single character. What? Huh? Son of a. <gasps> you didn't care. What about when the you, guy that wanted to see Montana? When you watch Spider Man, you already know Spider Man's gonna get out of it alive. The only one I like I thought was funny was the politician because he was so honest. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I lie and I can kiss babies, but I steal their lollipops. <laughs> like whatever he said, his whole speech. Um, Richard Jordan, he passed away way too young. He he passed away. I think he had brain cancer. Wasn't he also in Silence of the Lambs? I don't remember. No, it was. He was. Was he? Didn't he play the doctor? No, that was Scott Glenn. Scott Glenn. Scott Glenn was in it, but I thought he was too. Google it. Uh, I'll look Google it up. It. Google. Justine, keep going. Sorry, um, you didn't care about anybody. You left off with I didn't care about anybody. I didn't. <laughs> And then, I mean, the whole game was fun because it just felt like we were playing our game that we play at board night. Captain uh, Sonar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you play that game? Because when you go silent, like when you go silent, I was like, oh, that sucks. Because I kept thinking like, oh, those turns we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I just related it to that where I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm just hearing it in action now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but You're seeing it happen. Yeah, and then I already suspected that the, um, the chef was the bad guy. How did you su- suspect that? He was so random in the movie. He's just in there hanging out. Also, he was kinda, so random in the very beginning. They lingered so on random. him. Like, why would you, why are we talking about this guy? Who cares? Didn't he pull him in to be a witness? He says. Yes, he pulls him in to be a yeah, witness yeah. and they show that he takes the, the key. And I was like, okay, this chef guy, like, what else is he going to do? Chef, yeah, the cook. Whatever, the cook. It's always the cook. So okay. then, I don't know. Goddamn chef. There was just a lot that I was like, uh, okay. Okay. It, didn't, it didn't pull you in. No. What'd you think of Connery's performance? Mm, come on, come amazing. On. I agree. Just you didn't. I it? liked Alec Baldwin's performance. Okay. okay. I thought it was really. I thought it was genuine. I understand. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Good. I thought it was good. Mm. You didn't like his little plan to uh, 
to to get the the Russian sailors off. I thought that was great when they, <laughs> when they come up with a plan and then just dump them out in the ocean. Because you're like, how are they going to get a, a submarine? Because there's got to be people that don't want to defect, right? Mm, right. There's got to be people that are are not going to, you know, they're away from their families that they didn't sign up to defect. Because all the officers, how are they going to do it? I'm sure if it was your first time seeing something like this, it'd be like, whoa. But it's just I've seen this happen in movies uh, already. Okay. So it's just. So you know, for you, it was, it was something that you had seen before, and so. Same yeah, old. That's okay. I mean, that, that's fine. If, that, if I never saw something like that, I would have been like, I probably would have been wowed by it, but I just wasn't. I it, just, it's hard from to... From the movies we've seen, like, oh yeah, that's completely different from what we've seen, but I've seen that before. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to pull surprises when you've got the last 30 years of pop culture in, you know, in your pocket. It's hard to surprise. All right, you want some random facts? Yeah, go. Tommy Lee Jones was considered for the role of Captain Bart Moncuso. I, I could see Tommy Lee Jones playing that. Which character was that? Uh, the one that uh, um, Scott Glenn played. Mm. Bart Mancuso, captain mm. of the boat. And I have all the names of the people that were considered for Jack Ryan. You ready? Go. Mel Gibson. No. 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 Michael no. Keaton. Maybe. Kurt Russell. Yes. Yeah. Bruce Willis. No. Sylvester Stallone. Definitely no. not. John Travolta. Uh-uh. No. Val Kilmer. Never. Maybe. Bill Paxton. <laughs> Bill Paxton? Game over, man. Bill Paxton, I could see as one of the sailors. Like yeah, somebody on the, like the second. Like uh, Jonesy. Like or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonesy. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Fucking Swayze. No. no. Just starts punching people. No. Stephen Lang. Oh, really? He's a good actor. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I could see Jeff Bridges. Absolutely. Yeah. Ron Perlman. Wow. Yeah. Really? That would have been interesting. That character? Yeah. But I don't Richard Gere. No. No. Michael Nori. Oh, Michael Nori. I don't know that. Christopher Lambert. Oh, wow. The um, Prince. Tarzan. Humperdinck. <laughs> and then. Oh, that's Chris Sarandon. And then Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger was considered to play Captain Marco Ram- Ramius. No, no, God, no. no. Too German. So bad. Because Boy, that... he worked with um, we would sit on John that. McTurnin <laughs> on Predator, Predator. Yeah, and yeah. The Last Action Hero. Sit on that you know, you need more finesse. That would not have worked. <laughs> no, we will conduct missile drills. <laughs> we will... Last time seeing. Yeah. <laughs> we sail into history. Come on. Come on, sing! Come on, Amir! This is a different movie. Turn to 351 now! No, do it now, Amir! Do, do it! Do it! One ping only! 315 degrees! Come on! One ping! Jesus. He would have been too One big for ping. a submarine. He wouldn't have fit yeah. in there. I know, he just would just get caught in all the doors. <laughs> Jesus. And then I was going to tell you... I was going to tell you about the toupee, but you already brought it up. Toops, so man. Funny. The, the Academy so Award... The Academy Award goes to Connery's toupee in this One last fact... The teddy bear in the movie is also the same teddy bear in Die Hard. <gasps> wow. The director brought it on to the next mad movie. Mad respect. That is mad respect for that. I never caught that, but that is like the that is That's like the, amazing. The, the Buick in all of, uh, the Oldsmobile in all of Sam Raimi's uh, movies. Patrick? Good luck to you. Uh, this is one of your favorites of all time? Uh, one word, perfection. Yeah. This movie is beautiful. Perfection. The mm. writing in this film is by far the best thing mm. about it. It's one of those films where there's not really happening for the first, like, hour and a half, right? It's a lot of dialogue. It's a lot of conversation. It's a lot of, like, you have to read into what's happening. But then after that, shit hits the fan and it goes crazy. It's never boring, though. It's never yeah, it's, boring. Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's definitely a game of chess. Mm-hmm. Um, and the characters are really what make it. And I love the fact that there's such a dynamic cast that you don't have, like, just a couple key players. It's... Literally, the majority of this cast is well-known actors mm-hmm. who do a fantastic job. I don't think it would be the same if like, you only had Baldwin and Connery and maybe one other person. Yeah, right? you need everybody. It, it, the ensemble really fits, even from like people who are only on there for like two minutes, right? Yeah, and you know what? That's what John McKinnon is good at. Think of everybody in... Die Hard. Yeah, All yeah, of yeah. the villains are interesting. Everybody's engaging. Yeah, everybody's engaging. Right? Everybody in Predator, this whole team, even though they all get wiped out, you know, you spend time with yeah. them. So I think I think that does this movie a lot of justice. And I get I, I can understand where she's coming from that like you've seen this before and stuff like that. Like you've seen all of what's happening. But I mean it takes like it makes submarine battles which don't sound that interesting really interesting and dynamic as far as what's happening. Yeah. I mean I'll I'll say this. Look, you can eat a hamburger a million times but yeah. if you get a really good hamburger you're like damn that's a good hamburger exactly you know what I mean? it's so just it's how you do it how that how is that burger prepared 
Yeah. Ketchup, mustard. Are we putting mayo on it? Never. Are I we mean, putting Thousand Island dressing As soon dressing as he out? says sabotage, I was like, oh, it's the cook. Like, you just... <laughs> yeah, but who cares? Like, I mean, if you get it, that's fine. But it's... it's it didn't ruin it. It didn't ruin the... It didn't ruin it. I just sat there like, everyone's fine. The order is Broke engage it. the silent drive. It's so good. It's I just, just didn't <laughs> expect him to kill that guy. Mm, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. 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 yeah I just sat there like, you're a bad guy? I don't know what you are. And the I'm, political officer. And that's yeah. the point. You're like, whoa. Yeah, maybe like, he's that going, that yeah. was the only shock factor I had because I was like, what? Did and that is do? a horrible scene. And he yeah, knew what brutal. he wanted to do. He just threw that Because it was not a slow death. It no. was not a quick death. It was a slow one. Like, you saw him. And then watch them die. <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing to them. So I killed him with my bulging muscles. I <laughs> shot a man in the submarine. It's just to watch him. I didn't die. expect that. That one was a surprise for Yeah. Some. All right, let's rank it. Hunt for Red October. I, I will say real quick, this is the movie that if it's on TV, I will stop and watch it. Thumbs every up. single time. What am I it is one of I, I looking back. It's what I like when I watch. It's like I had to think about all this because I've never really thought about where I would put it in, you know, in like a ranking yeah. system. But it always, I mean, it's consistently. It's one of John McTiernan's best movies, mm. um, and uh, everybody in it's great. Everybody in it's great. It's one of Connery's best movies, and there's no dead period. And there's no know? like it's hard to find a flaw in this film. I mean, you can't. I mean, now if you dig into it, like stuff doesn't look quite right. Yeah, like, or you know, it's like the special effects date it, but that's not the the movie's fault. Yeah. It's like you're dealing with the best special effects you can that you have at the time, and it doesn't make it any less exciting. No, exactly. When they're trying to run Thor's uh, what is it, the Thor's twins? Thor's twins. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was talking about his nuts, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sub, all the stuff with the subs looks great. The only the thing that was distracting me is the last shot, the process shot, where it's them looking at the. Uh, where he went fishing. Oh, in Maine. <laughs> and you're going, wow, that's weird. Everything looked pretty real up until now, and now it looks like it's rear screen projection. Yeah, they know? just threw it in at the end, yeah. But it's because we've been saying, like, TVs got better, so now you're going, oh. Yeah. I'm sure it looked fine on the big screen. Sure. Yeah. In, you know, 1990, but... Uh, oh, sure, sure. Sure. Sure, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. All right, let's rank it. Uh, Patrick? It's a 10 for me. Jake? It's unquestionable. Uh, give it an 8. Give, Patrick is it a 10. You yeah. give it an eight. Now we average out to a nine. You, you spit in my face. Okay. That's all you did, did you give today. it an eight or a nine? I did give it an eight. Oh, he John? spit in my face. Yep. I give it a nine point five, near perfect. I'll take it. What gives it? What? what? I have no idea. I just know things that I've given a ten, and you know nine point five is great. Yeah. I just don't know. I'm gonna if, give. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm gonna yeah. give it a nine. Nine nueve, nueve. Justine. I give it an eight. Hey. hey. She I'll did it to it. us again. She sucker punched us. I just us. thought it was. That's. Uh, but you liked it enough to give it an eight. An eight is a solid score, right? Like, I give it a ten because of sentimental reasons. I gave like, Tremors an eight. If I went anywhere near Tremors, I just feel like that's not right. Uh, <laughs> so she found Tremors more entertaining and overall better Enter- movie Tremors than Casablanca. Tremors was entertaining, but I just Two. feel like you know. this isn't a whole different level than that I really can't put that near it it's a quality film now we are still doing the question the pop culture question of the week we didn't get to it this week because we didn't have enough time and I, did, I wanted to give the you know I want to give the proper shout outs but we, we did have some contributions on Twitter so if you want to send us a question that we'll ask at the beginning of the show and then answer at the end of the show you can send that to uh, at soup complex S-O-U-P complex our movie next week is Justine Back to the Future Part 3 Back to the Future Howie. Part 3 Hey, howdy. Hey, we're going back to the Old West. And uh, for a while, uh, many people this considered this movie the perfect trilogy. In other words, saying there was no weak link. I still say that. We'll see if this holds up. John says that. We'll see how, what everybody else thinks. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, please send us your questions at Subcomplex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex. You can always reach us there. Or you can reach out to us at our Gmail account. S, uh, no, it's Superiority Complex Show at gmail.com. Uh, sorry for such a short show, but uh, we will be back next week uh, at full length. That's what she said. Uh, Uncut. Papers? So, no papers. <laughs> so for Jake, for John, for Patrick, for Justine, we will say this transmission ends now. Unity! Unity!